Alright, I'm ready for a fucking nap and some more snacks, so let's get this done. It's not even noon. <laughs> Hey guys! Hey! Welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Amanda. I'm Christina. Um, and we welcome you to our podcast because of, we're gonna welcome you about 45 times every podcast. Every podcast, we just want you to know how fucking welcome you are. Like, pull up a chair, man. Sit down. Have a sit in the headmaster's chair. Uh, Have a sit. <laughs> She's a mannequin, huh? <laughs> So, welcome. We're going to talk about some more fucked up stuff. and yep. uh, Things that make you go... I'm sorry. What? what? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. We're getting Look better at, at that. You know, eventually we're going to be able to read each other and not talk at the same time. Because I've noticed we kind of... Like, I know. <laughs> it's fine. You like it. It's fine. You like it. <laughs> It's not that kind of podcast. We're trying to seduce our listeners to slide into your DMs. We're trying to seduce the computer. Hey. Hey. What's up? You got nice eyes. <laughs> hey, girl. I like your Niagara Falls picture. <laughs> I was like, what is, what's that mean? <laughs> the background is, I took this it's, picture. It's, yeah, well, It's from a boat in Niagara Falls. From a boat. I was on a boat. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you ever forget. Got my flipper floppies. I fucked a mermaid. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Uh, anyway, let's focus. How do you fuck a mermaid anyway? I don't. Maybe there's like a a flap. A flap. Well, you know, maybe it's all a lot all. of fish reproduce. There's not really a pp or a v. They rub their genitals together, and somehow that fertilizes eggs. Just like and then some get fertilized like, as they're already been legged. So legged. Like, so they just, like, slap the ham? Pretty much. They, like, scissor. What ham did you just slap? <laughs> Not the ham that I, I just bought! bought. <laughs> God, just friends. Don't leave this. Here we are. We're never not going to have a movie quote. Oh, gosh. Fucking A. Ryan Reynolds, I would ride his face into the sunset. I mean, you're not wrong. Alright, so, am I going first again? Because you went... Last. Do we just want you to go first? Is that like a thing? I guess I'm just the first one to go always go. You always order first when we go places. It's true, I take charge. We'll call it that. First. Because <laughs> I'm the cool one. No, because she's assertive. We'll no, I'm assertive. the cool one, Amanda's she the pretty one. In. I have the personality, you have the looks. <laughs> I like to think I have a personality, you <laughs> fucking asshole. I'm a very funny lady. <laughs> I'm a nice lady. <laughs> God, that was rude. It was funny. I would Waiting. much rather have the personality. Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's another choose your own adventure. Should I do? Do the other one that we didn't talk about. Okay, the Bennington Triangle. Yeah, and then like next week probably would be able to do the the. I honestly I don't even remember what we talked about. Okay, well then, next week. So next week it'll be perfect, because I'll be completely gone. Okay, so, the Bennington Triangle. <clears throat> um, so a little bit of history. 
the Bennington Triangle, it's, like, not an actual, like, location. It's a phrase that was created by an author in New England called Joseph A. Citro. Another Yosef. Yosef. Um, during a public radio broadcast uh, in 1992, um, he was referring to an area of southwestern Vermont in which a number of people went missing between 1945 and 1950, so five-year span. Uh the area that they, like, talk about is kind of, like, hypothetical. It's, like, a mystery triangle, but they've never, like, clearly, like, on the map defined it. Um, It's centered on Glastonbury Mountain, Glastonbury, probably, Mountain, and would include some of or most of the area of the towns immediately surrounding it. Uh, Bennington, Woodford, Shaftesbury. Shaftesbury? Uh, Somerset. (laughs) Shafts. Burry. 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 Have you ever made you watch Brickleberry? I've watched it. I think it's funny. I like it. Oh, Somerset. And then Glastonbury is a neighboring township of Somerset where both once moderately, they were like thriving logging and industrial towns. uh, But then they began to decline and toward the late 19th century, they're basically ghost towns. Okay. Um, So that's Glastonbury and Somerset that are basically ghost towns now. Um, so we're just gonna jump right into the disappearances. Um, in 1945, Mitty Rivers was serving as a mountain guide in the area on November 12th, um, Mitty? Mitty, M-I-D-D-I-E. Like, like a mitten? Not M-I-T-T-I-E, M-I-D-D-I-E. But it sounds like Mitty. Yeah, Mitty. Um, when he was guiding his, it's also a dude, BT dubs. Is it like short for something? They just, everything just referred to him as Mitty. Um, When he was guiding his group back to their camp, he got ahead of the bunch and then was never seen again. So he, like, just was walking on a trail, went around, like, a bend slightly ahead of the group and Mm -hmm. disappeared. Um, The event happened near the Long Trail Road, an area that 75-year-old Mitty was presumably very familiar with. Um, They, police and volunteers searched for the man, but no... They have no idea what happened to him. They never found his body, um, so they don't know what happened right. to him. Um, and a lot, what it's like, that's just like a summed up version. It said that the people they were guiding went back to camp and like camped and then went back into the city. And people around in the town were like, well, he's experienced, he'll show up. And then like right. two days later, when he never showed up, they called the police and then they finally started searching for him. I feel like. So. I mean, I get the mindset, but I feel like even just that happening where it's like you don't know where they are, it's like we should probably just call people in just in case, not wait for days. Well, and he's a mountain guide, so I think he, like, lived in the mountains and, like, so it's possible that he may have gotten lost, but they figured that he would make his way back Right, but even after, like, like, a, a day, if guide. he didn't get back and he was supposed to be back, I feel like I would... And it wasn't like time he, not. like, forged ahead a couple of miles. It was literally like he was walking slightly ahead right, and went around a bend, and then he was gone. Gone without a trace. Um, so, again, they did searches for him, but they never found his body. They still, to this day, don't have a clue as to what happened to him. Um, in 1946, Paula Weldon was a college student who went hiking on the Long Trail, so the Long Trail that Mitty was hiking in mm-hmm. a year pr- prior. Um for she went on like a uh, for one day she was never seen again and again no trace of her has been found they didn't find her hiking supplies they didn't find are they her. thinking aliens 
Because there's a lot of theories. That's what I would think. Um, in 1949, three hunters went missing <clears throat> in the area. Um, again, there were they what never. What state is this again? Vermont. Okay. Um, there's another. This is like a correlation. There's one in called the Bridgewater Triangle yep. in Massachusetts as well. Yep. Um, there hasn't been as many disappearances, but there's like a swamp called the Devil Swamp. I was going to get into that on another story, but right. it's kind of effed up too. Um, so three hunters went missing in the area, so they went into the trails for hunting and never came back out again. They never found any trace of them either. Um, and then the in 1949, this one's weird. So um, James E. Tefford got on a bus in St. Albans, and by the time the bus reached Bennington, mm-hmm. he was gone and never to be seen again. There's no evidence that support he actually went missing in the Bennington Triangle area. However, numerous eyewitnesses, including the driver, confirmed that Tedford had been in his seat as late as the last stop before Bennington. Yet when the bus finally pulled into Bennington, Tedford was nowhere to be found. So could so he, have he left that spot? No, when he they was made a stop because he said the last stop. He was still in the bus as like, of the last stop. Yeah. Okay. He implausibly vanished into thin air while inside a moving vehicle. Passengers noted that Tedford's luggage and an open bus timetable remained on his seat. If the witnesses are correct, Tedford would have disappeared from his seat as the bus was traveling down Route 7 through the Bennington Triangle. So, I'm curious. Are any of the... Is anybody thinking that maybe it's like an ascension thing? Because have you ever have you ever like left behind? Have you ever read those books? Yeah, but it's that's that, not a theory. That's what I was thinking because it was stuff. They always said stuff like people no, just there's bodies out that from are behind their. It's not oh, just, okay, yeah. I was like from behind their driver's seat. You know, they're like all of a sudden yeah. there's just nobody driving the car. And yeah. So that again, they don't know what happened to him. According to witnesses, he was still on the bus, but again, he could have gotten off and then disappeared right. from there. Um, but and it could have it's just, just weird that his that luggage stop, but it was and, like, an that. open bus timetable was on the seat next to him. Like, right. he was reading it, and then he disappeared. Um, <sighs> so, I know what it is. And then on October 12th, Paul Jepson, an 8-year-old, went missing. His scent was followed by dogs, but it was lost once they reached the highway. So they believe that was an abduction case. Do you think maybe it's, like, a rip in the dimensions? Would you just let I'm me... I'm sorry! I keep thinking and about... And I will discuss theories when I get to it. Hey, you tend to jump ahead of mine too, so... I know, but every every time I read one, you've, you've got a new but theory. This? Okay. It's because I'm thinking I got my wheels turning over here. So again, that a 12-year or an 8-year-old boy went missing in the woods, so he may have wandered off, but then uh, the search dogs found, followed his scent to the highway and then it stopped. So they believe that may have been like an abduction. Which sounds like it, yeah. Um, and then again in 1950, so the same year that the boy went missing, Frida Lander disappeared on October 28th um, when she was hiking with her cousin. She separated with her cousin to head back to. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, she separated with her cousin to head back to camp to change after getting her clothes wet, mm-hmm. but she never returned to the camp. Uh, a massive search was mounted by police, volunteers, firemen, and military. Um, but nothing turned up until the following May. Her body was found in a field that had been searched extensively by military in the previous months. So multiple times that field had been searched by, like, military personnel, police, and firemen. 
and her body was never found, and then her body was found in May in that field. Yeah, stuff like that makes me feel like it's aliens. Here I go with more things. Yeah. So that was the last, like, missing person. Um, What year is that? 1950. So there hasn't been any since then? Not that I could find. Interesting. But there's been a lot of other paranormal, like, activity occurring in that area. Are there cryptids? No. Um, So these... Mysteries and unexplained events associated with the Bennington Triangle um, have many to speculate wildly about the possibility of um, a lead by of aliens. Um, There's been UFO sightings and Bigfoot sightings in that region. So some people, yes, yeah. So some people um, attribute it to Bigfoot killing these people, and then some attribute it to UFO abductions. Um, Did you know that there's that there's Bigfoot erotica. I'm sorry, what? Bigfoot erotica. I did not know. The only reason I know that, because last podcast on the left does their creepypasta stuff. Oh, I love last podcast. And, <laughs> and then the last couple, he just chose random, like, erotica with, like, Slender Man and Bigfoot and stuff, because <laughs> creepypasta's not very scary anymore, and yeah. so I half-assed. Yeah. Yeah, it just made me laugh and it made me think of it. <laughs> so another um, theory is that the burst of missing persons between 1945 and 1950 were the work of a serial killer that was traveling through the area. However, and I tend to agree with this, that the variety of the victims' ages yeah. and genders to me doesn't say serial killer because yeah, there's not really. We all know that like serial killers. <laughs> usually have, like, a pattern or mm-hmm. a, you well, know, and if they don't set up with a type of victim, it's usually because they're in observer mode, and they're just basically killing whoever comes, or it's incidental, like, the guy was here, so I had to kill him because yeah. he saw me. But, like, and they don't fit, like, rage killings either, because, like, mm-hmm. well, they're spread apart, they disappear, and they're not, like, there's only one actual body that was found. Did it say what her body was, like, the condition of it when it was found? Well, no, but, I mean, she went missing in October, and she was found in May. So, through all through winter in Vermont. So, it should have been, it should have been preserved then, if it maybe. was Maybe. I don't cold. know. They didn't give any description of her body, just that it was found in May. I'm intrigued. In the field. Um, so, there's, that's kind of just been discredited that it wasn't a serial right. killer. Um. Doesn't make sense with the serial killer MO. Um, some people are saying that they disappeared, they met their demise at the claws of. I really like that, so I kept it in. I'm like, it's at the claws of indigenous mountain cats, such as the lynx, bobcat, or catamount. And then my first thought went to, it's a puma. What? Sam Hale's a puma? What? (laughs) Sam Hale's a puma. (laughs) Red versus blue. If anyone's Uh, not seen that, go look at it. Dude, when you said. uh, at the clause of, I was waiting until there was a pause to ask you if you were attempting at your writing. No, I kept that in there from the um, <laughs> the the, uh, the website. Cause it's like, oh, it just sounds so poetic. Demise at the clause of the indigenous mountain cat. <laughs> uh, but bobcat and lynx are not known to be aggressive to humans, and a, the catamount, which I don't even know what a catamount is. Do you know what a catamount is? The amount of cats? No, it's an actual animal. 
the fuck's a catamount? I'm gonna Google that right now. <laughs> Do you know what a catamount is? The amount of, of cats? I don't what know. What the fuck's a catamount? What in Sam Hell's a catamount? Medium-sized or large wild cat. So it's a cougar. Yeah, so it's basically... There's a lot of Googling for a cougar. Um, has not been credibly sighted since before 1940 um, in that area. So is it just, like, the umbrella term for, like, medium-sized wild cats? Yeah. Okay. Um, but they had not been credibly sighted since before 1940 in that area. So, and obviously there was no sign of, like, there's no blood trail or... You know, sign of an animal attack. Like dragging a body away. Or right. There were no so sounds of them wrestling um, them when they walk around the bend and there's people behind them and they just disappear. Right. Um, and all in all, in, in actuality, they even they can't even really tie all of these disappearances together under one circumstance because of the variety of like, victims and what they were doing, right. and so there's really little for them to go on to, like, try and determine what caused these disappearances. The only known similarities, which is kind of weird, um, are the close proximity of the disappearances, so they all kind like of disappeared area. in the same area, the time and the time of day, which was between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. And the time of year where most of the disappearances occurred in the final three months of the year. So if ever you're going to this area and taking a hike, do not go for your hike between 3 and 4 p.m. Right. PSA. So there haven't been any more well-documented disappearances. That's not saying there haven't been any disappearances, but they haven't been, like, as documented or well-noted. Um, Which is weird to me because you would think that after, like, later disappearances would be more documented than the ones earlier. Right, but when you think about it, like, there's thousands of people that go missing throughout the national parks. Like oh, yeah, that, and you I never, know, like, scary amounts of Yeah, people. and they're, they're never reported on. Like, when I was looking into this, it kept getting articles for, like, people going missing in national parks, and I'm right. like, yeah, the it's, fuck? It's ridiculous. There's one of my topics that I have written down as um, a topic about things like that, where... It's just the amount that have disappeared in this specific park and this specific way and yeah, whatever. but it's like uh, it's just so and half of like more than half of them you never find anything any trace of them right. Um, so like I said, there's little evidence and little you know proof that of tying these together other than the fact that they disappeared in the same area around the same time of year around the same time of day. Um. So there are paranormal theories concerning um, the cases like alien abduction or mm -hmm. like the time slip slip thing or even um, I haven't there wasn't really anything about the um, the one like the the whatever the first ascension of the ascension um, but there have been more recent odd occurrences and like documentation in the Bennington area um, terrifying voices that show up on dead air radio in that area. So like if you're driving through the area and your radio goes dead air and then it's just like terrifying voices that show up, which would be scary AF to <laughs> I me. I thought you to say terrifying again. I'm like, it's not even a word anymore. No. Terrifying. And mysterious figures in the road and oh what? 
I'm just my own experiences. Oh my god! I was like, "What fucking happened?" (laughs) Tell me now what's behind me. I will kill everything. I'm going to touch on that at another time. And then that was the scariest pit of my stomach fall that I've ever felt. (laughs) Because you mysterious figures in the road. What's behind me? What is it? (laughs) Um, a barrier. Unexplained, like, navigation mishaps, like you put your GPS to go one place and it takes you to the Bennington Triangle. I totally thought that my GPS was doing that to me. And then there's also been, in the in the recent uh, planes that have crashed in that triangle area. Like, so, first, like yeah. technological mishaps that cause the plane I to I wonder crash. if there's, like, a weird magnetic field there that causes, like, the cosmos in South Dakota... That yeah. causes, like, disorientation and stuff, too, on top of Maybe. that. Because, so this is, this triangle and the oh. Bridgewater Triangle are both considered, like, the Bermuda Triangle of the U.S. So. I believe this sounds like it's a space, <laughs> a hole in the space-time continuum. Basically, you're falling in and out of different dimensions. I mean, there's a lot of places like that that have high paranormal and like psychic Mm -hmm. activity that it's like i feel like it's like a rip yeah maybe in the dimensions just just seemed kind of because people are disappearing in and out and yeah there's no trace there's all these sightings maybe it's like that time of year too that it like yeah that's what i mean is it's like uh because the more i read about dimensions and all that stuff, the more interesting it is to me because it's like, it's basically just overlapped, you know? Like they say in Stranger Things, you fold the paper, you poke a hole in it, there's two holes, and sometimes those holes happen to line up, and that's when you can fall in and out of different dimensions. I've never seen Stranger Things. You are missing out, my friend. We should totally binge it one of these weekends. It's so good. My dad tried to get me to watch it because my dad likes it, and I got really bored during the first episode, and I just couldn't. Well, you you can't just watch the first episode of anything and judge. It's true. I watched the first episode of Mindhunter and thought it was boring, and then I rewatched it, and then I binge watched the. I'm entire not series. gonna lie to you. I stopped watching Mindhunter <gasps> when she cheated on him, and he took her back. There's like one more episode left. I know. I couldn't do it. I was so pissed. But it's like, how do you? But they don't end up together. I don't care. He, like, breaks up with her, like, 30 seconds later. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, either way, I she's like a cunty. I was so frustrated. He takes her back, and then she's, like, a cunty bitch to him, and he breaks up with her, and that's, like, she the last... was a cunty bitch. Yeah, and that's, like, the last episode. Either and way, like, man, the- I just had to stop, because I was getting angry, and... This is why I don't watch anything that's serious. I always watch... I watch it, man. Like comedies or like horror movies i don't watch anything that makes me feel feelings i can't feel feelings i don't know what to do with them so that goes that's the story of the bennington triangle i plan on in the future maybe doing one on the bridgewater triangle or maybe you could just i'm up for whatever i mean it really sounds like like a rip yeah in dimensions because I don't know how else it would explain all of the different things. And if dimensions are real, I don't know what's real, what's not. I feel like nobody really does. Yeah. The world thought the the Earth was flat not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. So Take the floor, man. 
So I'm assuming you probably know this guy. I know the name. Carl Tanzler. And I feel like once I get into it, you're going to know pretty much everything that I say. Anyway, so I just oh. find it really messed up and interesting. Um, <clears throat> go ahead. Was he, like... Never mind. I'll just let you surprise me. Um, Carl Tanzler was born in Dresden, Germany on... It's not scary. On February 8th of 1877. Um, he married Doris Ann Schaefer... Around 1920, they never specified, like, the date. They just said... Is uh, he the one who keeps his daughter in the basement? No. Oh, okay. No, that's a different person that I have on my list. Yeah, so, um, they had two children. And in 1926, he immigrated to the U.S., settling in... Um, I believe it's Sapphire Hills, but it's a Z. Zephyr? Zephyr Hills, Florida, near his sister. Zephyr? Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's Florida. Who cares? Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's the armpit of the U.S. Um, but he moved in near his sister. Later on, his uh, wife and children joined him. In 1927, he basically said, he basically said, fuck you to his family. And he moved to West, to Key West, Florida. Um, and he took a job as a radiology tech. Uh, Tanzler revealed during this time that in his childhood, his dead ancestors showed him the face of his true love, an exotic, dark-haired woman. This sounds legitimate, doesn't it? I feel like that's not true. But continue. Right? <laughs> I feel like this guy has serious... You're making so much noise right now. It's dropping what? shit. And on cords, probably make sure that's not on the... It was really wet. Really wet. <laughs> just what happens when you kick a can of water over <laughs> with your monkey feet? Ouch. I was like, you're kicking around on the table. I'm like, you're making a lot of noise right now. I'm watching it, like, go up and down. Oh. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Sorry. So hopefully it's not all muffly. Um, so he gets told by his dead ancestors that he, his true love is an exotic dark-haired lady, which I feel like he has a lot of delusional things because just throughout this whole thing, it's like, you gotta have some sort of delusional issue. Um, so, enter Maria Elena, it's a long name, Mel, Melagro de... Hoyos. Milagro. Milagro. De Hoyos. De Hoyos. I knew that. Elena Milagro de Hoyos. Maria. Elena Maria. Elena Milagro de Hoyos. AKA Hoyos. Hoyos. Well, they also call her Helen, but they only said that like once in the articles I was reading, so I didn't want to keep calling her Helen. Um, it must have just been her American name. But anyway, so she was a local Cuban-American who was brought to the hospital by her mother. Tanzler immediately recognized her as the dark beauty his ancestors had showed him as a child. Bullshit. That sounds like some stalker shit right there. Right? Like, <gasps> you, my lady, you are. Why are you French? I thought he was German. He's everything. <laughs> everything and anything. 
in the armpit um, of the United States. So Hoyos was eventually diagnosed with tuberculosis, which was more fatal than not in the, at that time. Uh, Tansler... Also known as consumption. Sorry. Correct. <laughs> um, Tansler, with his self-professed me- medical knowledge, because he was just a radiology tech, um, offered to treat her and cure her by using different treatments, including x-ray, electroshock therapy, um, and other things in the home. So he began visiting her at her house and showering her with gifts such as clothing and jewelry and professing his love for her. But it seems that it was not reciprocated. She was not into him. How old was he? He was born in 1877. This was in... Of course, I didn't write down that year. Because she died in 33. This was only a couple years before that, so... So he's in, like, his mid-60s. Yep, and she's in her early 20s. That's disgusting. Get out of here, creepy old man hands. Get out of here. You saggy balls. Well, and it's weird because it's like her... From just reading through these different stories, it's like her family were was very weary of him, but at the same time, like, welcomed him into their house. That I don't sense. like that. Because, like, when she... Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. Though Tansler tried his best, Hoyos died of tuberculosis. Tried his best with the x-ray tech knowledge that he fucking had by electrocuting her and giving her x-rays? Mm-hmm. Is that how you fix tuberculosis, you jackwagon? Well, they also did, they did so many weird-ass things. What a dill hole. <clears throat> right. He <laughs> dill hole. That's a good one. You're a dill hole. You dill hole. Chub, you donkey. <laughs> At least dill pickles are delicious. <laughs> Donkeys are cold asses. <laughs> um, so she died in her parents' home in October of 31. So it wasn't 33, it was 31, but still. Um, at the age of about 22, question mark. Again, I didn't have any, like, specific ages that I could find, but just years, mm-hmm. so I assumed. Um, and Tanzer paid for her funeral, commissioned for a the construction of an above-ground mausoleum, uh, which he visited every night. Night? Dude, that's creepy AF. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate you not doing that to my dead body. All right. On an evening in April 1933, after she had been dead for just over a year, uh, Tamsler went to her mausoleum and removed her body, pulling it through town in a, in a red wagon. And I just automatically think of, like, a little red wagon that you had as a little kid. And I'm pretty sure it was something like that. Hold up! Yeah. She had been decomposing... For over a year. Uh-huh. First of all, how did he get her out of the mausoleum? See, I'm assuming that she was uh, because those embalmed, are like, and that slows decomposition. Right, a mausoleum, they're put in, and then there's like a big, it's like in a wall, and then a mm-hmm. big rock slab is put up. So it's almost like, you know, in the like autopsy where they have mm-hmm. like the drawers where they slide out? Yep. That's how a mausoleum is usually set up. Unless you're talking... Well, no, in Florida, they do above-ground tombs. Well, and that's what I think it was more like where it was like an open... I don't want to say open, but it was like you were able to get to. Yeah. But still, I feel like 
How did no one know that her tomb was disturbed? Well, she, he went and visited it every night, and I'm assuming he went in and talked to her because, well, here. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, so he went to the mausoleum, removed her body, and pulled it through the town with a wagon, which... <laughs> I just do like a red just, rocket. Like, middle of the night, just like... <laughs> a flyer. <laughs> so fucking creepy. This is my girlfriend. She is dead. Oh, wait, wait, oh. wait. Ready? Bumping up and down in my little red wagon. Bumping up and down in my little red wagon. Bumping my body up and down in my little red wagon. He claimed that her spirit would sit with him as he would visit her at night in her mausoleum. And that she basically asked him to take her out of her grave. So motherfucker be cray. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's like, he's delusional somehow. Where's his family when this is going on? They are still in that other town in they Florida. They have no idea what... He ditched out. He said, fuck you, and went to Key West to get this job, and... Just abandoned his family. Yeah. Okay. Yep. For the most part. Uh, when he got home, he used wires and, and hangers, so, like, wires and wired hangers, to connect her bones and fitted her face with glass eyes. Wait, so he just, like, put her rotting corpse together? Yep. Like a puppet? He, like, he, he, like tied the bones that were starting to fall out of place together. Um, he wanted to keep as much flesh as he uh, could. As huh? the skin decomposed and started to slip, he would replace it with silk soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. In Dude. order to keep the feel almost of skin because of the silk and wax. Um, Yuck. Dude. While her hair fell out, this is where I'm like, I feel like her family were enabling his obsession because apparently her mom gave him, like, they cut her hair before she was buried as a keepsake and gave him part of the lock of hair. And when her hair started falling out, he used that lock of hair and what was falling out to fashion a wig out of her own hair to put on top of this... I like, puppet he's making. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just so fucking gross. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, so, <clears throat> filled her abdomen and her chest with rags to keep her in her most original form so that so to because, keep her titties you know, nice and young for as a 22-year-old? No, because internal organs decompose faster than the rest you of your body, like, so you start sinking in. So it's just this, like, human sack. Yeah. So he tucked in some rags in there so that it wouldn't, like, turn into shriveled up mush. Yeah. That's disgusting. So literally, she's just being held together by wires, silk, wax, and it's just like Yeah, a human, he's like a puppet. A human puppet. It's just like mush ball. Yeah. That's she, fucking disgusting. She is paper mache That's at fucking this gross. Point. Um, uh, he dressed her remains with stockings and jewelry and gloves. Stockings were necessary to keep all her bits together because she's yep. turning into mush. This is, uh, and he kept her body in his bed. Oh, <coughs> I tried to smell so bad. Yeah. <laughs> My note says, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> all the nopes. He used disinfectants, perfumes, and preservatives to hide What, like the, jellies and jams? Like, right? you mean by preservatives? <laughs> I'm assuming, like... Slathered her body in jelly? Mmm. Jelly. It's just like strawberry. Jelly. Um, just to preserve her as much as he could. And then 
to hide the smell because obviously. Yeah, I want to know what preservatives he used. Like formaldehyde, marmalade. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know, dude. I feel like formaldehyde just, would smell just as bad as a dead body. I feel like formaldehyde would keep her from decomposing though and losing her shape. But he can't like he can't like a uh, bathtub her in it because she's in his bed. Yeah, I don't like um, that. there were allegations of necrophilia because there was a paper tube that was found in her lady business that could allow for intercourse. Um, and I'm sorry. Also what? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> That's it. There was no He was evidence. fucking a paper tube. There was no evidence that he actually did, but when she was autopsied after this, they found a paper tube there, so they don't know why else they would do. he would do that. But if he... Alright, hold up. No, it's fine. You take your time. I'm take about to go down a really fucked up tunnel. Go forth. Is it paper? Like a paper tunnel. <laughs> this is a really fucked up paper tunnel. <laughs> But if he's using silk and wax to make her feel mm-hmm. like a human still, instead of a mushy ball of mm-hmm. human remains, why would you shove the equivalent of a paper towel roll mm-hmm. up the hoo-ha? I'm why assuming you use... because it's like more sturdy so it wouldn't know, collapse but, on itself. But that can't feel good. It's like sandpaper on your dick, man. I feel Dude, like he's got all sorts of waxes and silks. He could just stuff that in there when he decides. Oh, okay, to we're done. We're oh, done. Well, we're we're going. We're gonna back up. You travel down this paper tube. Now we gotta talk no, about it. Now we're done. We're done. <laughs> oh, you just hold on, little friend, because I tell you what. Hey, I don't want to play anymore. In one of my resources, I oh, don't God, know which one because be I read multiple ones and I didn't do notes until I like sat down and, like, looked at an outline and then wrote the notes down that I read from the other things, there was a, basically, (laughs) a lip around his bed to keep all of her inside of the bed so she wouldn't drain out. Oh! Dude! So, because she's, like, oozing... Yeah, because she's decomposing, because she's a dead body. She's oozing, and he has, from what I read in that article... He has basically what is like a frame around it to contain what he can of her in the bed. That's disgusting. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Ew. 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 Okay, so that's all of my details about the dead body and the that. So take a deep breath. Now it's on to just like the aftermath of all Oh, good. <laughs> so in October of 1940, Boyas' sister, Florinda... So it's a good name. <laughs> Heard rumors Wait, of Florinda. Florinda, who lives in Florida. Mm, yep. Stupid. Yes. Yes. Stupid. Stupid. That's like a John Johnson. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Your name's John Johnson. I'm not judging you, but I'm kind of judging. I'm you. judging the fuck out of you. Um, actually, I'm judging the fuck out of your parents. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Real creative, dick. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, she heard rumors. About Tanzler's shenanigans. Shenanigans? Yeah. And confronted him at his home, where her sister's body was eventually discovered when she came in to be like, hey, the fuck's happening? So she found her sister's body. Have you seen pictures of this? I don't want to. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I'm going to look it up while I talk. So Florinda tells authorities and Tanzler was arrested and detained. Uh, he was found mentally competent to stand trial, which... Okay, 
I, Hold up. I know. He's been sleeping with a dead body in his bed for three years, but he's mentally competent. Stand trial. Okay, I'm good doc. I'm telling you, I don't understand. The insanity defense. Yeah, I mean, I understand the insanity defense, but I don't understand how someone's considered competent when that's their mindset. And he's just like, because in his head, you know for a unless, fact that he's thinking, he, this is like my girlfriend. Like, we, I yeah, need to take care of but her. But unless he said, no, I know it's considered wrong, but she's my girlfriend and I... I just love her. Mm-hmm. I just that's, love her. I couldn't stand. Dude, that's fucked up. Living without her. Hold on, I'll find a picture for you. Oh, good. This is what I always wanted. I know. Picture of a rotting corpse held together by string and paper mache. String and paper mache. <laughs> so, first, actually, there was one that had all three of them. A picture of him, her, and then what her body looked like. So, and she was like, she was known to be the beauty of Key West. Like that was her. But one she's of her, not so pretty now. One of her things. Ooh. Um, there it is. So here he is, and there she is in the middle, and then that's <gasps> when he paper mache it. Yeah, and he, turned she looks into, like the Michael Myers mask. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't like that. Yeah, gross. Yeah, gross. She's got some eyebrows on fleek, though. Right? On that thing. Oh. Bitch, you got some nice eyebrows. I got your eyebrows, dead lady. Um, she definitely has 20s and 30s eyebrows, that's for sure. <laughs> See? Just a line. Um, anyway, so she tells authorities he's detained. He's considered mentally competent to stand trial and on charges of wanting, wanting, wantonly? Wanton. <laughs> I know, that's what I think of. Wanton. And, it's wantonly. And malicious destroying of a grave, plus removing a body without authorization. So... Um, the case was dropped, though, in October of 1940 because the statute of limitations had expired on such crimes. That's disgusting. I feel like the statute of limitations should go from when he was arrested, not... From when he actually did the crimes. Oh, yeah. Because he had her for... This was 40. He took her in 33. So, yeah, but he, ha- he, he was still committing the crime in 43. But the crimes were removing a body... Malicious destroying of a grave, so that's when he did Oh, he didn't do abuse of a corpse? Nope. Got it. Probably wasn't a thing yet. Um, Probably after this it was a thing. (laughs) Uh, The case was dropped in October 1940 because the statute of limitations had expired. After the body was discovered, it was examined and put on display in the Dean's Lopez funeral home, which I thought was rude. Why the fuck did they put her on display? It was viewed by 6,800 people. Fuck that. I feel like that's like Did her family do herself. that? To like I don't get know. Money? It's, I don't know. I feel like Like the family, like, it's almost to me like the family exploited it. That's what I feel like. I feel like that it was I don't know. It, it, so many things that I read, I have very mixed feelings about how her family was like. It seems like Florinda was the only one looking out for her most of the time. Yeah. I just, whatever. It's not my business. Not my monkeys. Not my circus. Uh, eventually, her body was 
pre-buried in an unmarked grave at an unknown location to avoid any more tampering because the charges were dropped and he was free and, you know, basically all they could do was file don't go near me, please, Mm -hmm. papers. Giant eye roll. Uh, Four years after the case was tossed out, um, he moved to... Hold on. Oh. He moved to Pasco County, Florida and wrote an autobiography called Fantastic Adventure. His wife from before, because they're still wife and husband, because mm. they never divorced, he just left. Um, he, it turns out she helped him, she like supported him after, in his later years. I don't know if it's just because she's like, he's not of sound mind, like yeah. he's not right in the head obviously, and who else is gonna, you know, make sure he's not getting crazy. Uh, but Tansler, <laughs> oh, Tansler, Tansler used the death mask of Hoyos to make a face for a mannequin. So he made like a, yeah, a death mask of her before yep. they took her. Yep. And well, I mean, he was at her house all the time doing those things. So I'm sure he had access to do it um, and lived with it until his death in July of 1952. There have been conflicting reports on how his body was found. One was stating that he was holding Hoyos's effigy in death. Ew. <laughs> and my, my little stupid thing of, like, who says romance is dead? Uh. Like, people, and, and it's just, okay, so that's the story of it, but what drove me nuts is a lot of the cases, like, a lot of the articles were talking about how people thought that it was like a romantic gesture and all this stuff. Like he just loved her so much and da da da. No, that's how women get like in abusive relationships, that mentality that, Oh, he just loves you so much that he doesn't want to let you go. He's just so afraid he's going to lose you. Yeah. No. Da, 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 da. That's yeah. How women go out to give him a hug and get stabbed 74 times in the face or end up in their basement in dressed baby up like clothes, a doll sniffing their underpants. I just panties. That's a mistake. No, I agree. That's there's nothing romantic about you acting like a fucked up Looney Tune. Like for real, bye Felicia. It's it's like getting emails years after breaking up with somebody. You mean Beetlejuice? Don't. Only one time we say it. Amanda has an ex that won't leave her alone. Yeah. Well, we call him Beetlejuice because if we say his name too many times, I get an email. She gets an email. It's happened like literally every single time we've talked about it. So, so he's he, he who must not be named named and or Beetlejuice. So, but yeah, it's like that where it's on the outside it may look like a romantic like it's not romantic. It's, it's not creepy romantic. and stalkery. Yeah, get out of here. Oh boy. But yeah. So oh boy, the fucked up tale of Carl Tanzler who um, thought he was a doctor and was not. One and, note just from the other podcast I yeah. heard on him that you left out is after he was acquitted or the cases mm-hmm. were dropped and they buried her, he went back to the family and asked to get her body back. Oh yeah, no, that's, I had, I read that too, but I didn't, I don't know, I just like, didn't put it in there. No, you can't have her body back! You already fucking desecrated her! Get out of here! That's why, that's why they like hid her, basically, yeah. because of his, he was still 
like obsessed with her. Yeah, still trying to talk them into like giving him as much of her as they would. And they're like, no, fuck off. Get out of here. Yeah, so yuck. Don't like that. But yeah, so that's him. He's fucked up and dead. So that's nice. Don't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, that's episode three in the books. Word homes. Um, feel free to like us on Facebook with our blank page with nothing on it. No pictures or anything. I'm sorry, what? Oh, the, yeah. podcast. the podcast. Or you can search at ISW the podcast. We have an email. Which is ISW the podcast at gmail.com. And our password is. Don't tell the password. <laughs> uh, feel free to send us an email or uh, comment on Facebook. And uh, if you have questions or suggestions or this band. Band? This, that, and the other. Oops. Feel free to send us anything. It's like, I don't even know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Except for chain letters. Don't send us those. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to delete it. Cause I don't I care already, if you're sending me an angel. I already have enough back. <laughs> I don't care if you're sending me an angel or a million dollars, because I already have enough bad luck to last me a lifetime. So what's another seven more years? It's like you know how many you know how many mirrors I've broke. Um. So okay. yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please rate us on iTunes because those help out a lot. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I got nothing else to say. Do you? You're. No, I was just waiting for you, but you got nothing else to say. I don't know what else to say. Neither do I. So. Good talk. Yeah. I need food before I start getting cranky. And you need to take a nap. You're like staring at your Oreos like they're water in the desert. They might be. Just dig on in. Dude, you just put a whole fucking Oreo in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Not even a dainty bite. Nah, dude. This is how you eat them when you drive. I don't like crumbs. <laughs>